talking about the things that make your home service business go. Marketing, finance, systems, people. This is the Fight Club for Business podcast. Makes me that much stronger. Makes me work a little bit harder. Makes me that much wiser. Thanks for making me wider. Welcome back to Fight Club, everyone. Um, had a little bit of technical difficulties, as you saw. Um, difficulty <laughs> with Zoom connecting to Facebook. It's just it sounds like a. Just definitely not user error. We can definitely say that. Definitely no. not. <laughs> We're able to walk through it a couple of times, but um, welcome back everyone. And as you know, we are a group of self-employed industry experts. You know, we cover a vast range of areas from marketing, operations, employee management, as well as money. And as you know, this is just a very casual conversation we like to have with you all on a weekly basis, just to make sure that we're helping you fight for your business during this time. So we're kind of going to go around and introduce ourselves one quick time here, since we are kind of short on time, we want to make sure we can get all this valuable information to you, you know, very quickly and efficiently. So my name is Taylor Maroney, and I work for Mr. Pipeline, as well as I have a power washing business with my husband, and I am going to be covering the marketing side of our talk today. And Hi, everybody. My name is Megan Likes with Bookkeeping Academy Online, where I educate and empower small businesses to know their numbers so they can run more profitable and rewarding businesses. So I'll be talking about finances and um, yeah, all things money related. <laughs> and I'm Michelle Myers, the owner of Pink Collars, and we provide remote office staff for your business to run the front and back office portion of your field service or home service company. And I'll be talking about operations today and how to keep that hiring pipeline filled. And I'm Martha Woodward, um, the pay for performance expert. I also own quality driven software. And I'm going to be talking today about how to get those top employees, those A performers, and what you need in your job ad to attract the right people. And also like even the interviewing process, what you need to do. Awesome. Well, wonderful. So everyone's gotten a brief introduction again of who we are and where we're coming from with our backgrounds. And I'm going to dive right into it. You know, um, got really awesome announcement yesterday from Google. I will be talking briefly about this announcement, but my main focus is going to be all about a free tool with Google that's been around for a really long time. Um, found out yesterday my um, three colleagues here are not actually using it. So I'm excited to make sure that they're using it at the end of this um, Zoom call today, or I should say Facebook Live. But um, what Google announced yesterday is actually in regards to your Google Ads credit that they announced at the end of March that they would be giving out to small and medium-sized business owners. And they announced a little bit more of the eligibility requirements. So from yesterday's announcement, they were speaking um, about the eligibility and not too much about how much money you'll be getting, but I do assume that should be coming out hopefully at a later date. Um, but as in regards to the eligibility requirement, it will be the following. So you do have to have had ads running for 10 to 12 months out of last year. So in 2019, you know, the majority of the year, you must have been running an active ads account or some other program within Google. It could be rebranding ads. It could be Google Guarantee if you were running it um, for long enough. But one of those programs must have been running for 10 out of 12 months last year. And you must have been running that same program in January or February of 2020. So this is a lot more clarity than we had at the end of March. 
So please make sure you check in with your Google representative or with your Google ads team, uh, marketing team to make sure that they can go through your past history and see if you do qualify for this Google ads credit. And again, it is a one-time credit. So make sure to use it before the end of this year if you do qualify, because it will expire at that point in time. I'll also just drop a link from Google. That's, um, I'll put it in the comments because that's where they're really updating the feed on a consistent basis. Um, I say consistent, it takes them about a couple weeks, but they're really just kind of developing the program, which is why it's taking a little bit of time. So to talk about the free tool, the free tool that a lot of my business owners shockingly don't use very often is Google My Business Post. Now your Google My Business is your listing. It's your online profile with Google. It gives you that listing in the map section that everyone wants so bad to be a part of and in the top of their area. But it also gives you a lot more features that allow you to develop and build your brand and build your business. So it's one of the most powerful tools that's free with Google in my opinion, because it gives you the opportunity to grab that user's attention without having to spend any money, which is fantastic. And it's almost in a sense like a mini ad. Um, I don't really wanna call it a social media post because it's very limited in the amount of characters that you can see at the start. So when you have your post, you really wanna create it with an ads mindset, create it with a very catching call to action. You know, you want that person to click immediately on that post to be able to learn a little bit more about who you are and who your business is. So there's a couple different ways that you can use this post as an ad. And it can be done as kind of what's new with your business. So that could be a new service. It could be a new bundle package that you're offering to clients. Um, it, you can also do events. So if you're hosting a event to benefit nonprofits in your area, especially during this timeframe, a Google My Business post is a great way to go about that. Um, also an offer. So again, kind of ties back into special discounts. And then if you are a product-based business, you can post new products that you are bringing in and be able to showcase them and highlight them for seven days through this Google My Business post. So that's one key thing that please do remember is these posts are live for seven days. They go to um, a period of being quote unquote dark after that. So um, in looking at the post itself, you wanna make sure it's something that's going to be engaging in that first week. Cause once it goes dark, you just have to then create a new post, but it allows you to keep consistent content flowing through your Google My Business, which is exactly what Google likes to see. They want to see new content being produced on a weekly basis to continue to progress your campaign. So as I mentioned, call to actions are important. They do actually include these in the post for you pre-made. So you can either you know, book immediately online if you have an online booking option through your Google My Business. You can order directly online if you have that, that feature enabled. Um, you can get the offer through an offer code on the Google My Business listing and much more. So make sure to really use this. And I say it you know, strategically as an ad, you want to really engage your client base. You don't just wanna throw a photo up there just because. Really use it as a sense to engage your clients, to make them want to reach out and talk to you and in, in do in part move forward with purchasing some type of service through your business or product. Why, so, why are we doing this? What, why, like one more place for us to post. We've got Twitter, <laughs> we've got Instagram, we've got Facebook. Why, why are we doing this? So why is a great question. It can help you in a couple different areas. Um, not only do you have to, you know, post to the Google My Business just to help with content purposes, but it can benefit your SEO. 
if you're using keyword based um, search terms in your copy. So for a window cleaning company, for example, if you're using, you know, when this window cleaning service was done in, you know, uh, Pasadena, California, you know, you're adding in the city area, you're also able to add in the keyword, which benefits the SEO. Um, but in addition to that, you know, you can actually share this from your Google My Business. So it actually makes the business owner's life a little bit simpler. You can share this out to your social platforms instead of going from Facebook and sharing just to Facebook and Instagram, you can start directly from that Google My Business post and share it out directly to your social social channels. So that way you're going from one location and spreading to all instead of having to go to different pieces here and there. And then it keeps your brand unified, which is what we all want to see. We wanna see a uniform brand that's giving out the same offer in all places. So that's really the why. It's you know another area to unify your business, unify your brand, build your SEO. It's a very minor piece to SEO, I will state that. Um, SEO is a very complex system, um, but this small piece can help your SEO team as well as help your business brand overall. And then I will just kind of touch briefly, I, I know we put that statistic out there. So that was from a, a case study done with Moz, which is a very reputable local SEO um, tool that you know both companies and um, business owners can use. So that 17.5% of um, businesses that have had an active post in the last seven days. So I really encourage people to go out and you know find out more about your Google My Business, learn a little bit more about the free tools, um, and you know look into different opportunities to be able to post those out there. Uh, it was funny because we were totally that statistic when we look at the four of us and we were all like, well, we haven't done our Google My Business listing yet and we're not doing weekly posts, but we, I'm sure we're going to get homework from Tay later. Um, um, <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, a quick morning. Good morning to jo Joanne, uh, Stephanie, and Denise. We're glad you're here. Um, I, my name is Megan Likes of Bookkeeping Academy Online, and this week I'm going to be talking about finances again, and I feel like this is the third week where I'm going to talk about two particular loan programs. So we're going to talk about idle loans and PPP loans. Um, PPP is like the buzzword of the Facebook, or maybe it's just my Facebook, but it feels like it's a big buzzword. Um, this week was a whole bunch of commentary about, did I get it? Did I not get it? I got it. Now what? I didn't get it. Now what? Um, so the general rundown, if you got it, congratulations. Very good. That's fantastic. Um, I do feel like it was a little bit of luck uh, in a good way. Um, we saw banks from all over the U.S. having trouble processing these uh, loan applications. The SBA actually approved 14 years worth of applications in less than 12 days. So the volume was 14 years worth in less than 12 days. Uh, they did... Uh, 1.2 application, 1.2 million applications is what ended up getting processed through the PPP program. All $349 billion were appropriated and gone and accounted for as of last Thursday. Now, if you had your application into your bank and your bank had submitted it to the SBA and they got an SBA approval number, then you were counted in that $349 billion. I know several clients that still don't have loan documents yet but that doesn't mean they didn't get the loan. It just means it's still kind of stuck at the bank. So if you haven't talked to your banker yet and you did have an application in and you haven't heard yes or no, then you should reach out to them because you're still a maybe. And there's a strong likelihood that that maybe might turn into a yes. Um, they're just overloaded with the volume at the bank level. Um, 
we are hearing lots of murmurings from Congress. I was very worried in the last week because last Thursday, Congress went on recess. And I was like, but we need more money. Like, what do we do when they're on recess? Like, how do we get more money? Um, but it seems like, thank God for technology, it seems like they're doing probably their own Zoom meetings or telephone calls or whatever they're doing to stay in touch. Uh, and we're hearing lots of murmurings and mumblings. So I am hopeful. I'm going to cross my fingers and my toes and knock on all pieces of wood and just pray that we're going to get more money this week. Um, I, at last I heard it was going to be 370 no, that's not true. Uh, 460 billion. Oh, now I'm just making up numbers. I, it's going to be a lot of money. <laughs> I don't know how much. It's going to be more than last time. And uh, yeah, and the good news is they're talking about refunding the PPP program actually slightly higher than last time. I think that number was $360 billion to the PPP program. Um, and that $360 billion is going to go super fast. Like, super fast. So your lenders, if your application did not go through, they are teed up and ready to send them in through what's called e-train to the SBA. So if you do not have an application in yet, and you've been hearing all these murmurings about the PPP, and you're like, I don't know if it's for me, and I don't know if I should do it, uh, you need to make a decision, like right now, today. And then if you decide that it is for you, and you do want to apply for the PPP program, you need to call your lender. Um, the lenders are so busy. So if you got stuck kind of in the Wells Fargo battle or the Chase battle or the B of A battle or whatever battle you want to call it, if you got stuck, um, there are two online lending options that are having really good success. One of them is PayPal. PayPal absolutely killed it last week. Um, their loan product is called Loan Builder. And the other is Cabbage. Um, I haven't heard funding success stories from Cabbage, but I've heard really good murmurings about that application process. The nice thing about both of those is even though the SBA doesn't have any money right now, they're still queuing up applications. So with PayPal, what we were seeing last week um, was that they were approving applications within 12 hours and they were funding within 36 hours. Um, so that was the most efficient one that I heard about. Uh, Fidelity, I also heard really good things. Um, but yeah, so PayPal is probably where I push you if you wanna apply online. Remember before applying, you are applying for a loan. You're applying for a two-year loan at 1% interest. Um, the goal of the loan is that you use it for payroll. And if you do all the things that you're supposed to do, which none of us know what those things are, then your loan will be forgiven. Um, but now let's talk about those of you that got your PPP loans. So lots of stress about like, what do I do? How do I get it forgiven? So if you got a PPP loan, um, you you are supposed to spend it on payroll. That is the intention of the program is to spend it on payroll. Lots of stress about like, what do I do? How do I get it forgiven? Oh, is that me? <laughs> I think mine jumped in. I went to reply back to a comment for someone. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, sorry. That's all right. Um, so forgiveness, uh, it's intended for payroll. So if you have people on staff right now, you should be paying them with that money. I am recommending a very conservative approach. And my conservative approach is that you put the pay, pay, payroll protection program money into a separate bank account, and then you spend that money directly on the expenses that are qualified. So your payroll, you pay from that new bank account. And I know it's a pain to change your bank account with your payroll processor. Um, if you need to write a paper check, maybe for this week's payroll, 
that's okay. You can write people checks. We want to get you to the point where you're doing direct deposit from that bank account. So we don't have to worry about any lags and checks clearing. And, uh, and that can actually, you know, get it. We want to make it super obvious to your banker at the end of the eight weeks, here's the money that came in and here's where it went out and all of these things qualified. Now it's important that 75% of your money be spent on payroll. So you cannot use all this money to pay for overhead. And the qualified overhead that they've said is rent, utilities, and interest on debt obligations. Now, each of those has its own very, very specific criteria. So you're going to want to read the fine print. I do three SBA webinars a week um, directly with the SBA. Um, I am really closely involved with my small business development center here in California, who is kind of like our, our liaison with the SBA. And I'm talking to them and they don't have any guidance yet. The SBA doesn't have any guidance. So the SBA is saying, this is a lender driven program. You have to talk to your lender about the rules of forgiveness because it is your lender who will stamp forgiven on your application in eight weeks. Now the lenders are saying, this is an SBA program. You need to talk to the SBA or worse, you need to talk to your accountant. So we're waiting for a lot of guidance. Um, we're going to have guidance. There is going to be really, you know, it's going to be clear. I don't know about really clear, but it's going to be clear at some point in the near future. Um, but in the meantime, while you're waiting for that clarity, don't do anything crazy. Don't do anything funky. Don't try and game the system. Just pay the payroll. If you have payroll, pay the payroll. Pay it from a separate bank account. Pay your rent. Pay it from that account. Pay your utilities from that account. And then we'll talk about strategies in a couple of weeks. Um, also qualified is retirement contributions. Um, so if you have a retirement plan for your business, I'd be careful it had to have an existing one uh, and you make contributions for your staff, you can pay those from this new PPP account. Same thing for group health insurance. So if you have group health insurance for your staff, and remember it has to be existing, you can pay those from the new bank account. Um, Joanne, says, Megan, yeah. what's that? You've got yeah. a couple of questions down here. Joanne's asking whether or not um, they can pay the interest on credit cards as well. So you can, my fear is your credit card payments, the principal part are not gonna be forgivable. So are you gonna make two payments? No, you're gonna make that super clear. So I'm gonna pay the interest from the PPP account and then I'm gonna pay the principal from my normal operating expense account. That would be my recommendation. Um, and Hobie says he signed PPP loan docs on Sunday. Woo! Uh, haven't seen it funded yet. That's a good thing. Do you have any idea on how long it should take to get funded? And once I've signed, am I guaranteed to get funded? So Hobie, my understanding is as long as you didn't sign the application, as long as what you signed on Sunday was a note, a promissory note, they would not have given you a note unless they had an SBA number for you. And if they have an SBA number for you, then that means you have the money. And I feel like the longer we can lag actually getting the money in our account, the longer you can wait on starting that eight week window. Um, now, you, if you're like getting close to paying payroll, like let's say your payday is on Wednesday and today's Tuesday, um, it, you might need to start talking to your banker. Like, is it going to hit tomorrow? Can I use that money to pay for this first round of payroll? Um, we are going to hit, you know, we can only fit so many payrolls into an eight week period. And the eight week period starts the day the money hits your bank account. So I think if you've signed documents, you know, you have an approval number and you don't have money yet. Like that's kind of a blessing because you're in limbo and you have time to get organized. Um, now the, uh, uh, the, the only problem I'm seeing is, so I've been working intimately. Now it is 13 lending institutions that I have been helping clients navigate and each is going to have their own interpretation. I have seen two of those say that it's the date you sign the documents. 
even though that completely contradicts what the SBA says. The SBA says it's the date the money is in your bank account. So at the end of the day, your bank is king. They are the ruler. They are the boss man. And whatever your bank says is whatever you're going to do. And we're not going to have any time to argue with them. So if your bank is telling you your clock starts the date you sign those documents, then you need to go with that. Um, really, your bank is key. And you know, lean on your accountant to help you. Uh, but you know, be patient because we don't have all the rules yet either. So we love tax planning strategies. We love opportunities but we can't do any of those until somebody tells us what the game is. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to hit on real quickly was idle loans. So economic disaster loans, we did start seeing those advances last week. So if you haven't checked your bank account in the past week, you should check it. Uh, if you applied after March 29th and you checked the box for the 72 hour advance, the 72 hour that is now two to three week advance, um, that money may have magically appeared into your bank account. Now it has, been converted a little bit. It's not going to be a flat $10,000 like we thought. They wanted to help more businesses and they had an overwhelming demand. So now what they're doing is it's $1,000 for every employee and it's capped at $10,000. So you probably had some variation of $1,000 come into your bank account in the past week. If you haven't, it's probably still coming. Um, now you can no longer apply for the disaster loan right now because they ran out of funding also last Thursday. Last Thursday, I turned my phone off. I put it in a drawer. I went out to the garden and uh, and and like everything broke loose. Like it was crazy. I came home, I had like four scrolls of notifications and um, oh man, Friday was rough. But uh, this is a new week and it's going to be great. Um, I think there's a lot of opportunity out there and uh, I'm hoping that the murmurings we're hearing about Congress is they're going to appropriate some more money to the disaster loan program also. So if you applied before they ran into funding on Thursday, my understanding is they are still working through those applications. Um, we're not sure how much you're going to get for disaster loan, but you're hopefully going to get something until the money runs out. And also the advances are going through. So I think good news all around. Also stimulus checks, uh, those those have been hitting either your account or your employees' accounts. Uh, so that's been really exciting. Uh, I know that the website that they launched about entering your direct deposit information has been a little glitchy. So uh, be patient. I, I know that a lot of people have been frustrated with error messages there. And then the last thing is this tax day. <laughs> Weirdest tax day of the 13 years of tax days of my life. Uh, it came and it went and you know, it was just weird, but we made it through. So um, it's a new week and I'm, yeah, welcome to Fight Club. <laughs> Such good <Awesome>. information. <laughs> Thanks, Megan. I'm gonna, oh, Megan, um, if you don't meet those criteria and if the bank says, you know, even if you did everything possible to try to stay within the guidelines, if they say, nope, you didn't meet it, is the worst thing that happens is you pay the 1% interest? Yeah, I mean, for me, I was kind of, oh, I thank you, Martha, you reminded me. There's one booby trap in here and I'm hoping it gets sorted out, but I found this booby trap this week. This is no longer free money. Remember how I was like so hesitant, I like got stuck on my tongue every time I like, I was like, it's, ugh, I can't say free because I'm a tax count and nothing's free. Well, guess what? Not free money anymore. I mean, not even like, 
So um, I live in California. I know everybody makes fun of me because everything's harder in California. It's also better sometimes, but I don't know. Uh, <laughs> California is going to tax that money. So whatever is forgiven is not going to be taxable income at the federal level. We know that for sure, but your state may be taxing it. So in California, our highest tax rate is almost 10%, which means now we have a 10% tax on whatever is forgiven. Now, worst case scenario, I've been saying, you know, hopefully you're still operating. Like hopefully the payroll you're paying is still being covered by some level of income that's coming in. Um, and if that's true, then this is just like gravy, right? This is gonna help you. You're, you've taken it, you applied and said I had an economic impact. That's why I need the PPP um, because your income is down. It's, it's suppressed or repressed or completely halted. Um, and, but hopefully you have some income and so the worst case scenario I say is in eight weeks, you give the money back or in two years, you give the money back at 1% interest. Um, but the intention of the program is that they want you to use it on payroll. So if you have payroll, spend it. And I think if you're spending it on payroll, you're going to be able to work with your bank for them to forgive it. My impression is they are incentivized to forgive the loans. So our interests are aligned with our bank's interests because they do not want 1% notes on their books. There's some weird banking accounting that happens. So my understanding is they're going to work with us, but it's going to be hard and it's going to be messy. And, and I think the easier you can make it on your banker, on your lender, the better. Um, I heard some stories about the banks, how they were underwriting these. Underwriting means somebody who's like checking the boxes to make sure you actually apply. The people underwriting them were like admin assistants with no banking, true banking experience true payroll experience, true tax accounting experience. So your goal is to make it as simple as possible for them to say, yes, you use this on payroll. Good job. We're going to, we're going to tell the SBA that it should be forgiven. So I think worst case scenario is you give it back either over the course of two years at 1% interest or in a lump sum. Hmm. But if it's forgiven, it is going to be taxable to some states. Now, we might see those states fall in line, but that was a, a, I was like, whoa, okay, no longer free money. Got it. Got it. Okay, good. So, yeah. Got it. Did that answer your question, uh, Martha? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right, awesome. Ms. I'm gonna, yeah, thank you. I'm going to take it from here and talk about some of the tools that we're using. I know hiring is really at the top of everybody's mind. Are you going to rehire staff? Are you ready to rehire staff? Are you going to bring people back? Are you going to look for new team members? We use a couple of platforms. I'm just going to go over one, but I'm just going to mention them both. And then um, Martha's going to take it and talk about how you can write ads to get those A team members like she mentioned. So in terms of advertising and, and a way to filter through candidates, we use a platform called Bamboo HR. It's about $15 per month per person. So we really try to get our money's worth out of it by utilizing it for all signatures, all documents, all, all uh, internal information that we need to have happen, any sort of um, coaching or uh, you know, write-ups or any sort of penalties that happen within the business or any sort of coaching that we do with our team members happens within Bamboo HR. So we love it for that fact because everything's almost like a virtual um, uh, filing cabinet. That's what I call, call it. It's like a place to house all of the information about our team. And so we utilize that in a way to bring in team members. I love Bamboo HR when it comes to hiring because it lets you know where each applicant is in the process. 
Um, it breaks it down really easily for you so you can act or you can tag each incoming applicant as reviewed or they've gotten a scheduled Zoom meeting or they've sent in an interview video or they're at reference check now. So you can really see where they are in the process. But the most powerful thing about Bamboo HR is once they become hired, they can interact with one another on Bamboo HR, holds all of our calendars, our birthdays, our work anniversaries. It's really the place where all HR happens and we absolutely love that. Um, but the one that I really wanna talk about today is Trainual. And so once you become an employee with our company, the very first interaction that you have with us is on a system called Trainual. And it's an online cloud-based training platform. It covers everything from compensation to culture, to the data, um, to onboarding. And it gives us the ability to really um, grab all of the information about our business and train people. So we call it kind of the process playbook, right? Um, so the videos that it has and the way that we train our team is through video learning and then testing afterwards. I love the fact that it um, captures the applicant or the new employee, pardon me, into a training method and module and you can watch them as the owner or the training manager proceed through the training module. Every single application that we use in our business has a pre-built module, which makes it incredibly powerful. So things like Gusto, Slack that I talked about last week, Trello, T-Sheets, Google Calendar, even Zoom has a training module within Trainual. So your employees can come in and start doing these training modules while you may be working on other things and you may be you know, having other people support that training process. It's really great as an overview too. If you do have changes within your company, you can update that module and re-invite the entire team to seeing it. Um, I think Trainual has been incredibly powerful for us in this time as we tried to really cut expenses. Um, thanks to Megan's uh, wonderful guidance. She's like, you got to cut expenses, anything that you're not utilizing every single day. And so I went into Trainual, which is about $99 a month for up to 25 users. And there was a place in there that said downgrade your account. And I was like, whoa, downgrade, what does that mean? And after doing a little bit of research, I realized that they were offering people to go downgrade their account, meaning make all of the users just temporarily paused and you could hold on to all of your information for $20 a month. So as a vendor to be able to build out a full training system and then not have to pay for it to sit there, I thought that was magic. I mean, I was so impressed with the fact that they did that as a company. So I, I love Trainual. I'm going to put a link um, in the chat today for everybody to try a free trial. I think if you have the time now to think about retooling your training, um, Trainual is a great place to start. Easy to upload the videos, easy to put text and images, easy to keep those new employees engaged as they go through the training process, and then a beautiful way to kind of test and then re-kind of configure and update training for your existing staff. So look for that link. Free trial is your homework this week. Um, I think it's an excellent place to kind of put all of that information about your business into one place. Um, and it's been very powerful for us and we've had lots of our clients actually move to it as well. So look for Trainual this week and get going on it because it's really great, okay?
I, I actually told Jeff he couldn't rehire until he had a training program because he took Martha's course like a year and a half ago. And I don't know what week that was, but he was like stuck in that training section for like a year and a half. Um, and so he's been doing all these videos and we haven't had a place to put them. So now I'm excited. We can put them in Trainual and like build out the assessments and everything. Yes. And I think the $20 a month, I mean, that's like your cloud hosting fees for really large files, right? I mean, yeah, it's everything. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. So, and I love the fact that it kind of captures the training individual within that platform. They can't just go out to, you know, T-sheets and learn T-sheets out in the internet out somewhere and you can't you know understand what they're doing you can watch the time that it takes to watch those videos and it gives you an update on where they are in the process which is super powerful for the owner or the trainer absolutely so, yeah good stuff awesome okay you ready for me we're ready martha we're ready. go all right. <laughs> all right i didn't want to cut you off michelle no it's okay um, i'm ready <laughs> all right so I'm going to check out Trainial, um, but I am here to talk to you about uh, your recruiting ad and kind of that process. So the good news is A players like to work and they may be just like we are trying to kind of reset during this time. And it's very possible that people are out there thinking, I think I want to change jobs, just like we're sitting here thinking, okay, I'm going to change this and I'm going to change mm -hmm. this, you know, I mean, I may come back as a whole different company, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so when you place a recruiting ad, many of you have heard this before, but if you haven't, you have to make sure you're writing that ad, not what you need, you know, nine to five, Monday through Friday, you must have driver's license. You know, you can't write an ad like that and think you're going to attract the best people because that just tells them, okay, there's nothing for me in there. Well, Monday through Friday sounds pretty good, but you know, you've got to be writing your ad in that you're talking to them. What are they looking for? And so, you know, you've got to, the things that you know your employees like about your company and were attracted to your company for, those things need to be in your ad. And if you're not sure, go ask your employees, go ask your best employees, hey, what made you apply here? What makes you stay here? And then those are the things that need to go in your ad. Um, they need to see themselves working at your company. So the more that you can have, and I am I'm very terrible about this, being remote, it's hard for me to get a lot of pictures and videos and those kind of things. But man, if you have access to that stuff, put, put staff pictures particularly of them having fun and like having fun and they're in their uniform. So it shows them, it's gonna have like a mental note that, hey, they look like they like their job and it looks like a pretty good place to work. But that ad has to look like it fits them. 
and it has what they're looking for in a job. So, you know, I do things like list the top 10 reasons that you would want to come work for my company. And I got a lot of those reasons from my current employees and said, what do you like, you know? Um, and then let's say they apply. And this is a candidate that you're very interested in. Think about doing a video response email instead of a text reply. So if you will reach out to them in a more personal way and, you know, well, I'll tell you one thing in Indeed, I noticed we weren't having a lot of people fill out the application. You know, they did the whole initial Indeed thing. And now we know that some of that is just because there's people jumping through hoops for uh, unemployment back then when they had to Not be looking. anymore. <laughs> I know. But um, yeah, now at least the ones that are replying are actually interested, you know? Um, but anyway, so one thing that I did was we had some canned responses in Indeed. And one thing that I did was amp up the excitement level in that text because I noticed that I, I tend to just present the facts, you know, da 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 da. And um, I, when I looked to see why we weren't getting the responses that I wanted, I looked and I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, it acts like, yeah, okay, fill this out, do this, do that, you know? And I thought, okay, not the best first impression. And so I rewrote that with some enthusiasm. Well, now I've been trying out um, a video app the one I've been trying out is called BombBomb, but I think you can use even, well, I know you can use YouTube with a little more trouble, but you know, you can, you can put a YouTube link where you do a video, personal video to them. Um, and that wouldn't cost you anything. And then there's something called Hippo Video. That's an app as well. I've not tried that. I have no idea of pricing, um, but I'm experimenting with being able to reply with a video and say, hey, thank you so much for your interest, you know, and walking them through the steps. And then if they come in and they apply, I mean, if they come in, they interview and you love them, what I like to do is turn it into a recruiting session so you don't say anything to them but you know you're interested so when you're done now i didn't do this to the people that i know i was not interested in but when i was done i'm like let me just take you around the office and we have a lot of things up on our walls on purpose for the people who are coming in to give us a look. And so I would take them around the office and we had things like the dream board and we had like our career ladder and various things. And I'd walk them through very nonchalantly and I wouldn't even be like, here's our career ladder or anything like that. 
I would just be letting them glance around, taking it all in. And then if you really want to up your game, you know, back when I would apply for a professional type job, they would always give you a recruiting package. They would give you a folder. And so if you really want to up your game, you can have a folder, you know, you can pretty cheaply make some glossy folders with your logo on there and put information in there, put those top 10 reasons, put, you know, whatever, you know, whatever you would want to put in there, but think of it as you're selling them. And I would present it like, you know, we, we're very interested. We're still interviewing, da, 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 da. Um, we'd like for you to look over this material and, you know, however you want to end it, we'll be in touch. Or um, I know somebody who's, who actually will offer them the job and says, call me back tomorrow between this time because we want you to think about it type thing. And the reason that was Trevor Burwell, just to give him credit. But uh, the reason that he did that was it weeds out some of those people that tell you face to face, oh yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, I, I'd love to have the job. And then they walk out and they don't want the job. They just didn't have the courage to tell you. <laughs> so when you, when you offer them the job, you can say, I want you to talk to your family about it. I want you to think about it. And then if you're interested, I'd love for you to call us back between 10 and 12 tomorrow. And, and then we'll get you started on the next process, the next step. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, he felt like that helped him weed out those people who gave you a false yes, but then wouldn't show the day up. Mm -hmm. So that's all I got. Uh, <laughs> can you can you believe that we're talking about hiring right now? Like, this is crazy. Uh, all right, do you have anything exciting coming up? Like, we rehired some of our staff. Do you have some news you want to share? Or? No? Okay. You're thinking about hiring because you're, aren't you rehiring soon? Is that the plan? Who are you talking to? Me? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, yes. So, Shell's hiring, I think, too, right? I mean, are you just hired? I mean, we are. Yeah, we are. I am always, I, you know, I always say I'm always hiring. I'm always looking. And um, because we are really, really picky. But uh, I am particularly looking right now because I feel like the cleaning industry is going to be swamped when things get better. And uh and right now we have a fair number of our clients that still want us, but when things like open up, I have a feeling we'll be swamped. So yes, I am very much looking for the right people. And do you think it's going to be harder or easier to hire right now with all the unemployment stuff? Well, so you're going to have people who are on, an, on unemployment and getting that extra $600. So you're going to have a lot, you're going to have, this is my feeling, you're going to have fewer applicants because you're not going to have the C players applying for jobs because they're quite comfortable 
and they're getting more money than usual. So you won't get those people. What I feel like, and I have yet to post my application, so or my um, recruiting ad, that's on my list for today. Mm-hmm. But what I feel like is going to happen is really you're going to see either the people who are not getting unemployment at all for whatever reason, didn't have enough hours, or I don't know why they wouldn't, but those people who didn't have a job to be laid off from, I guess, and then the A players, the A players that are taking advantage of this time and thinking, you know what? I don't really love that job and I want to look around and see what else is available to me. And so I think it's a good time to be looking, even if you're not ready right this second. And it's, it's a great time because if they are on unemployment and getting paid that extra money and they're looking and they're A players, they don't need you to hire them like immediately. So anyway, yeah, I mean, I, you should definitely be out there looking to see what's, who's available. And I am a big believer in, heck man, if I find the right person, I can find the work. Will you post one of your cool sample ads for us? Uh, when I met Martha two and a half years ago, I was getting like seven applicants over 15 days and she helped like me rethink mine was exactly that. Like must have clear driving record, must pass background check, must lack <laughs> drug screening, must be a must, 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 must. And when Martha was like, well, would you apply for that job? I was like, heck no. And she's like, oh, that's your problem. And so she's like, <laughs> coached us into making it millennial clickbait and now it says like ninja rock star gutter cleaner wanted you can drive our batmobile and i mean it's like the corniest cheesiest most engaging thing um but martha she's truly the paper performance expert because then our our ad was so engaging we we're having trouble like getting them to the interview and she was like we got to keep up the enthusiasm you can't post something like that and then be like must show up must have clean appearance you know um so yeah i'm excited to see your your um ad martha and i think you'll help a lot of people because it when you when you think about why should they apply or what do they want it really really helps yeah yeah and just keep in mind that they need to see themselves working at the company yeah but when you write that ad and like i say the more pictures and the pictures that are people like them. So if you have a diverse workforce, you really need to show that in your ad so that that person looking at your ad is like, no, I'd fit in there. I think I'd like it there. And that's really what you are trying to accomplish when you write the ad. No, I know you mentioned Go ahead. Go ahead. We Sorry, always touch each other, Megan. Go, take, go, 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 go. <laughs> I just had a question about the, um, the, these A employees that you're talking about. Is there any like small tip? Cause I know, you know, a lot of business owners have those probably. Is there anything that you can tell them that might be able to help them keep those A employees instead of having them searching for a different job? Like if you can kind of feel that inkling of them, you know, considering to look out other directions. Hey, I'm going to tell you that that's probably like my 10 course 
And so what I'm going to tell you is let's table that and I will give some tips for that next week. Awesome. Uh, yeah, because I think it's a great question, but I, well, we've kept people on here, but I'm on power. So uh, no, table that and I will get right. back. And, and, and I, remind totally, you I totally defer to Martha because I've learned everything about employee happiness from her. But um, with the PPP program, if you're having trouble spending the money on payroll and you have you have A players on your on your roster that you're wanting to keep engaged, if it is free money minus state taxes, uh, you have an opportunity to pay them out a little bit more. And I know Martha says don't just throw money at the problem. Like you really need to fix your culture and you really need to work with them and talk to your employees about what they need. But there might be a way here where we can like do a hazard pay or you know like Jeff's staff that we brought back they're working way harder than they worked six weeks ago and so we've been looking at our weekly bonuses that Martha helped us develop to see if there's a way to financially reward them maybe not incentivize right now but if they are truly A players like how can we share some of this PPP money with them in a, in a responsible way. So. Right well and the rules are a little different when it's quote free money <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so now, what? What do we do now? We um, we need to do our homework assignment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> homework. Well, mine's gonna be um super simple. My homework from last week actually didn't get posted, so I've actually left that up for you all. I'm extending that another week, um, in case you want to go ahead and um check into that post there. As far as, and that was again, just to refresh, that was on the Facebook side of things. So networking um, post as well as a video to your clients. So put some extra examples in that. But for this week's homework, um, what I would like you guys to do is do a post to your Google My Business. Um, just do one, share it in the comments and you know, let's all kind of give some um, you know, helpful feedback. Let's really help one another see how we can continue to develop those Google My Business posts to really allow for high engagements and um, high click rates on that, because that's what you guys want to see for those ads. Awesome. And my homework is if you have not applied for the PPP program and you have been economically impacted by coronavirus, this is going to be your last shot, I think. So get your stuff together, talk to your lender, use one of the online options that we've been posting. Uh, again, that's PayPal and Cabbage, and go ahead and apply. Uh, if you have gotten the PPP money, get organized. So put it in the separate bank account, change your payroll over. Martha gave a good tip last week, you know, process your payroll and then change it over so you don't screw up any payroll tax payments, but try start paying the approved expenses and don't overcomplicate it. Let's just keep it to payroll, rent and utilities. Uh, if you have a commercial mortgage, that interest, or if you have other debt obligations, the interest portion of those obligations. Let's keep it those simple basics for this week, paying from the PPP, separate designated bank account. Um, that would be my homework. Awesome. And my homework for everybody is to sign up for a tree, a free, sorry, trial of Trainual. Try to say that three times fast. And I also will make myself available this week. If anybody reaches out to me on the Facebook group, I'll throw you guys on my calendar and I will show you the behind the scenes way the Trainual has worked for our business. You can set up a one-on-one -on -one time with me 
and I can share that. I did have a few people do Slack last week and it was really helpful. I learned a lot from um, meeting new clients, possible clients, meeting new friends. Um, and I actually made some really good connections last week. So if anybody wants to do that again this week about Trainual, I will absolutely show you how it works for our business and we'll do some screen sharing and some video and I'll show you exactly how it all happens. So free trial, I'll put the link and you can also reach out to me here. Thanks so much. I tell you, Michelle is the queen of organization. I, she has hello, and I mean, that lady knows how to keep things systemized and organized, which I guess is just a perfect fit for running a V, you know, a VA company. Um, and she but, does it virtually, like she has a huge team that she keeps everybody on the same page and they're all over the country. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, your homework from me is to get, um, I would love to see a before and after ad, recruiting ad. So, you know, some of you are going to have more changes than others, but I would love to see your before and afters. And then I'll give you any tips, like occasionally somebody will post their recruiting ad on my like, yeah, <laughs> you know, that sentence or two, you might take that out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I would love to help. Um, and hey, Hobie, if you're still watching, congratulations on getting funded. I saw that. Woohoo. And uh, oh, Marlo posted today like on Google My Business. Look at that. Overachiever, Marlo. Already doing her homework. Yep. <laughs> she has been, I think she's put in seven PPP applications, but good for you, Marlo. <laughs> Great. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Cool. Um, so I think we have an invitation and we have. Yeah. Oh, is that where we're at? Yep. Yeah. So, go ahead, Martha. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so if you have not liked our Facebook page, please do that. And then we also have the private group, and that's where the homework takes place and, you know, the feedback. So we would love for you to like our public page and join our private group. Awesome. And we have a quote of the week to finish us out, which is something we always try to do. And it's a quote from the movie. And it is, it is only after we've lost everything that we are free to do anything. So look at this as a time of freedom to really be able to retool, rebrand, rehire, retrain, and resystematize and re-advertise about your business. This is a nice time to do that really for all of us. So everybody have a super week. And we will see you next Tuesday. And we, and we, um, yeah, we'll be back next Tuesday, hopefully at uh, 10 p. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Eastern, yeah. <laughs> Eastern time. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Connect with Fight Club for Business. Join our Facebook group where we have weekly homework, accountabilities, and an awesome community to help you fight for your business. Facebook.com slash Fight Club for, as in the number four, business. Fight Club.